You've heard the amazing produce show we have. You've never seen the stuff that we actually do when we record. You can do that every Wednesday night at twitch.tv slash Radio. Collecting every coin so you don't have to. Infendo Radio is on now. And welcome to Infendo Radio. Um, thank you for joining us tonight. I have Justin with me this evening. How are you doing, Justin? I am good. I'm not caffeinated enough to have a clever intro, so you're just going to have to wait until my Mountain Dew kicks in. <laughs> Fair. Well, always clever here is Lucas. How are you doing tonight? I am just caffeinated enough to have a clever intro. However, um, I forgot it, so I also don't have a clever intro. Okay, well, fair. That's clever enough for me. Um, However, this show is going to be great no matter how clever the intros were or they were not. Um, We're going to start off by thanking our producers like we normally do. Thank you, Andrew Searson, The Brianosaurus, Sky Pharaoh, EP Knothead, and Phantom. Um, Like I said, we have a good show for you. We have a roundtable coming up. Um, We will get that right after the break. Do you like to read our opinions on new and upcoming games? Would you like to share yours too? Email at us at tips at and maybe we can send a review code to you. Alright, we're back. It is time for our roundtable for this evening, and I'm actually excited about this one because I played a game with this the other day. Um, games that we want to see ported to the Switch. I think I did this as a 20 answers the other week, so I'm kind of a little bit prepped for this one. But yeah, I, I don't know who wants to take first, but I have a freaking whole slew of games I want to see ported to the Switch, honestly. Uh, I'm still making my list, but um, I'll jump in with the first one that popped in my head. Um, okay, do we want to maybe just kind of do a little round the horn and you go first and then we'll all... That's why they call you. it round table, baby. <laughs> Let's just keep throwing them out there and see what the universe spits back at us. I love it. All right, Justin, you're first then. All right. Well, the first one that I thought of when I was making my list five minutes ago was, <laughs> and I know I've said, first of all, I'm trying to limit this to only one Rockstar game per list. So, um, unfortunately, as much as I've got like three or four games that I really want on the Switch, uh, I think that the one that tops the list, and I know I've said I want Grand Theft Auto 4, but I think I would probably get a lot more mileage out of Grand Theft Auto Chinatown Wars. Mm, Chinatown okay. Wars was one actually, of the best. Hmm? It's actually a great game. It is. Uh, it was it was one of the best um, DS games of the entire library and I mean like even as far as like uh, the ratings, the the scores and everything were among like the top 10 on the system and it's just great and it's unlike um, the big console uh, Grand Theft Auto games, the missions are a lot more contained, so it's a lot easier to pick up and play, um, you know, on the go, in short bursts, portably, but it's 3D-ish, so it would still look good on a big screen TV. I know, I've played the PSP version on my TV, and it looks good, so uh, the first one on my list is Grand Theft Auto Chinatown Wars. Not a bad game, not a bad game at all. Um, Lucas, do you want to take next, or th- otherwise I'm ready? I'm ready. I'm ready, too, boy. Get um, it. Get it. 
so so all of mine are going to be games that make you guys hate me a little bit more so i'm sorry for that but this is these are my feelings and i'm not gonna keep them bottled down um i have been watching the trailers for the one punch man game that's coming to playstation 4 and pc for like a million years now and i want that game so badly because i'm a sucker for a good anime fighting game based off of anime or manga that i like and I want it so bad, and it's not coming to Switch, so I'm going to have to buy a PlayStation 4, and that's going to be a really costly adventure for one game. So I would love it if that game could get ported, like, before it comes out, please. That would be nice. It's not gonna, but I really want that game, guys, and I don't want to buy a PS4. So this is my life. And that's, that's a game, game that very well I could see being ported over to the Switch. Okay, uh, okay. So like the whole, I wanna, I wanna talk about it for a second before we go to the next game. <laughs> like, like, so the whole thing with the game is that like you know, like the main character can like beat anything in a punch. So like, how do you make a fighting game about that? And my thought was, oh, it'll just be incredibly unbalanced, and that's cool. And it is incredibly unbalanced. But they have it so if he's on your team, he's like running to the arena and he's late to get there. So you have to survive until your third team teammate shows up and then he can just one hit KO enemies. I want this game so bad, guys! <laughs> I've watched the trailer that came out at Gamescom like 14 times! So, I, I, I haven't seen the trailer but I heard about it. Like, you're not the only person that I have heard I has want been hyping this game. So. so bad! So, please, Bamco, please find it in your heart to put it on. And it's so simple looking! It's not like <laughs> a high-end game that needs like a ton of graphics. Like, just... Uh, anyway, Eugene, it what do you want? It doesn't need graphics. Switch? It doesn't need. Who needs? Who needs graphics when you got gameplay? <laughs> oh, that's great. So my first one. Mine are actually pretty easy hitters, I think. But my first game that I want to see ported to the Switch is actually a collection, and I want to see the Metro Prime Collection on the Switch. There's been so many rumors about it. Like, let's just get it already. I've um been wanting to play this these games again um, for the longest time and I will play them again on the switch but only if they have like the motion controls I want that we um, play controls or whatever what did they call them the new play control or whatever when those first yeah came out. I, I'm I, I would probably end up getting Metroid Prime trilogy if it came out even though I've never completed any of those games but I would want classic controls because I could not I just did not like the motion controls in the Wii version. Oh, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I, you I, know, needed, I, would take I actually it both needed ways, the though. motion controls. <laughs> I, 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 I definitely would want it there to be an option, right? Because then, yeah. you, you, obviously, you couldn't play it with motion controls and handheld. Well, I guess you could, kind of with a gyro. But anyways, I would want it there to be the option. But I want it to have the motion controls. I thought that was really good. I felt that another game that benefited from that was um, uh, Resident Evil 4 with the Wii Play controls. Because, you know... You can aim with the with with the controller and everything. It was great, but yeah, give me the Metro Prime Collection. That's what I want. <clears throat> All right. Well, let's see. I could play off of either one of yours because I have a Nintendo classic Nintendo game collection, and I have a fighting game. Which one should I go with next? Fighting game. All right. The first person <laughs> to express an opinion. <laughs> um, the fighting game that I want on the Switch is Mortal Kombat Trilogy. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, uh, yes, it's, yes. It's, it's real exciting having Mortal Kombat 11 on the Switch, and it plays great, and 
I mean, it doesn't look fantastic, but it, but it plays great. It plays like Mortal Kombat. It's fun and, and all that, but we've had so much of the 3D Mortal Kombat lately. I miss the old sprite-based Mortal Kombat, mm-hmm. and I would love to see them take Mortal Kombat Trilogy, the PlayStation version with all of the features, and port that to the Switch with, you know, all the enhancements that the Switch can do, and I don't know, maybe even maybe even make it a real trilogy and have Mortal Kombat 1, Mortal Kombat 2, Mortal Kombat 3. That'd be cool. I guess Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3, Mortal Kombat... Tri- I guess it's going to be a quintology? I, or, <laughs> I, I, no. would, I would even just take Ultimate. Pentology, like they released sorry. On the, what they released on the Xbox Live Arcade way back when. I would take that version. It was... Did they have trilogy? I thought they only had ultimate. No, they had ultimate. Yeah, I would take. Right, I would yeah. take, if if we were to get just anything, See, I, I would take if, ultimate. If, if we're if we're gonna get ultimate Mortal Kombat three, I'd ra- I'd rather get Mortal Kombat trilogy because it is Same. ultimate Mortal Same. Kombat three, but with all the other stuff from the other games. <laughs> Oh yeah, definitely same. I I would totally get that, but why haven't they released it? I have no idea. But, I don't know. Yeah. I wonder if there's some sort of licensing issue That's with the older Mortal Kombat games because you know Midway being dead and all. Yeah, that's not a good pick. I would totally pick that <laughs> or play that, especially if there was some nice online play on that. Like, yeah, give that to me. Mm. Yeah, quarter up. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, Lucas, what you got for me, gentlemen? After having put probably close to 100 hours into it on my PS3, I would love to get um, The Elder Scrolls for Oblivion on the Switch. Ooh, okay. I, um, I... There are moments where I'm playing that game and I'm like, you know what, Oblivion? I think you might be better than Skyrim. I think you might have a little more going on than Skyrim, actually. And Skyrim is always the game I go to when I'm like, you know trying to describe basically how to do like the perfect open world game so mm-hmm. you know it, it, it's it's much tighter it's much less about exploration and much more about just kind of you know i mean there is a lot of exploration but it's minute compared to what skyrim was like but it's a solid game and i'm surprised that nobody's tried to port it over to switch yet so i would i would like that the only problem i'd have with it is i put so much time into it on the ps3 that I'm not sure if I would want to start over on the Switch, but I'm sure I could find the motivation to play it portably on my other system. Let's create another, you know, role-playing person. Like, okay, this time I'm going to be a magician elf or something like that. Yeah, it's like, exactly. You it. know, me and my magician elves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I feel that. I would play that too. I although I, I say that, and, not, um, and I haven't bought Skyrim yet on the Switch. I, and it's been on so many sales. I should just get it. Tisk tisk, Eugene. Tisk tisk. Yeah, you know that's one of the few games that went on sale after I bought it that I didn't feel screwed at all. Like I'm like, no, I've definitely gotten my sixty bucks out of this game, and I'm still gonna get another sixty bucks out of this game. <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure. All right. Well, one game that I would most definitely get my sixty bucks out of. Again, I'm kind of picking easy ones here. So, um, but come on, man, give me some Skyward Sword. I want that game again so bad. I've been wanting to replay it, but again, I don't want to dig out the Wii U from the box that it's in, so like, uh, but yeah, Skyward Sword, that, I would so play that game again. 
You know, I've been dying to replay that as well, and I keep putting it off because a I got a hundred other games that I've got to play, and b I'm like it's like a fifty-hour game, and I'm gonna get started on it, and then they're gonna announce the HD remaster, and then I'm gonna be like, oh, now I gotta start all over again, and then they don't <laughs> announce the HD remaster. That actually and I'm happened to me with Twilight Princess, actually, and that's why I never got the HD version on the Wii U because I was re- literally replaying it as they announced it on the Wii. So. The Wii U version is definitely better, having oh, played yeah. both. Oh, yeah, I've heard. I've heard. I've, I, um, God, yeah, Skyward Sword, though, for my money, it has some of the best dungeons in a Zelda, in the Zelda franchise, so, you know, it's, I really want to replay those. Yeah, Skyward Sword, that's for me. Um, oh, I guess it's my turn. Um, <laughs> well, since we're discussing Zelda games we want ported. Um, I'm going to run with that and say I want and I can't believe I'm saying this, but I want the 3DS versions of Ocarina of Time and Majora's mm-hmm. Mask up and ported to the Switch. Because yes, those games looked beautiful. I've seen what happens when you know they take those graphics and blow them up to HD, so you know I know it can be done. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I just really want to have those games on the Switch. And, you know, and, and Steve and I got into a debate on this at one point, but I want Nintendo Labo um, VR support so that I don't lose Ooh. the stereoscopic 3D that those games were really, really good at. Um, but, yeah, I mean, those those the redone textures and character models and everything just looked gorgeous on the 3DS and you know you just up-res those and throw them on the Switch release the two of them for a budget price and and I would buy them all over again I've already let's see I've got Ocarina of Time on the N64 the GameCube uh, the Wii U <laughs> the 3DS yeah. I'll buy, buy it again it for the Switch. I would. I would. I'll be buy that for a dollar. I would be <laughs> so sad if the HD version of Majora's Mask that we got on the Switch was the 3DS version, with all the little tweaks that they made to it that I hate so much. Like that's like that's like a monkey's palm wish for me, because um <laughs> I'd be I'd be getting one of my favorite games of all time on the Switch, but I'd be getting one of my least favorite remasterings of that game. Maybe maybe. Like, do it. Maybe they could kind of, you know, dip switch it. Yeah, I take. Put, I'd, that'd be cool. You that know, like work. like if you want to turn on and off the different features and and whatnot. Because I've only played as far as um, when, spoiler alert, Link uh, turns human again. Um, <gasps> he turns and, human again. And I haven't uh, I haven't gone past that. I just wanted to get through that whole first section so that it could kind of slow burn my way through it again and just never picked it up again but um yeah i i, I like some of the quality of life improvements i don't yeah, know how i am going to feel about all of them but tell me tell me when, how you feel when all the bosses have giant eyeballs coming out of yeah, their chests and heads I, I well that's like just that. that's just zelda bug the crap exactly that's what they did wrong <laughs> the the um I hated that they changed the last boss fight in Majora's Mask. Or, not the last boss fight, I guess the last dungeon. The, the giants, the mm-hmm. stone tower. That, yeah, I know. 
Mm. It's not good. And the Zora, the Zora swimming, and it's just ah, it's what so many things, big and small. I forgot about that. You couldn't swim fast unless you had like your. No, magic that's right. Yeah, because you had to have Otherwise, the magic. Yeah. Like oh a, yeah, I heard about yeah, that. There's yeah. a lot of. Well, it's was just, one of the best a, things about about Zora Link was just how quickly you could move with it. There's yeah. just so many little, and even like like for me, it's all the nitpicky stuff too. Like even stuff like oh, they made the clock at the bottom like digital. I was like. Cool, but like the whole time in my head, the fanboy in me was just like cringing and crying, and yeah, I had a hard time with that one. I, I never it. finished it actually. I, I like rage quit and didn't finish it. How so. did you feel about the Ocarina of Time remake then? Because that one was a beautiful, little bit more dude. It was yeah, exactly. It was it was a one to one remake that yeah. just like added graphics okay. and visuals. So, um, and, yeah. yeah um... The Ocarina of Time remakes is one of those games that I love to hold up as an example of. It looks as good as you remember the original game looking, exactly. but actually looks better than it did. <laughs> there, there, there's a spot in that game where you go upstairs in um, Talon and Malin's room, and if you look behind like the vases, there's little like drawings made in crayon on the wall and stuff, and it's like, oh wow, that's a cool like little which, update. Which you wouldn't have been able to yeah. see because you couldn't look around when you were inside because they were all... Yep. Um, what do you call it? Just like picture-based graphics. Yeah, like yeah. Resident Evil style. Yep. Yeah, no, yeah. no, that game Pre -res, is Pre -res, that's fantastic right. remake because they didn't change anything like meaningful, you know. Right. But anyway, I can feel you. I, I the the one thing that killed me about the um, and I know we're going long on this one, but the one thing that killed <laughs> me about the Majora's Mask one is the Bomber's Notebook. How they changed that. Um, yeah, yeah, that is nice. So, all right. Well, um, I guess that means that who's who chose that one? Justin did. So that means that you're up. Lucas. That was me. Well, keeping in the vein of Legend of Zelda games that we'd like to see ported to the Nintendo Switch, Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. Um, man, guys, I want to play Sonic Adventure 2 Battle on the Switch, and I don't care what either of you think about it. <laughs> it's it's so you good. Your, you and your Chow Gardens. Um, okay, so first of all, that would be incredible, because if we ever got a port of it, it means I'd have a Chow Garden on the Switch. <laughs> I've, been, I've been playing through Sonic Adventure 1 on the PlayStation again, and it, I, I really like it, man. Like, it is, it is, okay, so Sonic Adventure 2 is the game that's, like, got so much nostalgia for me that I can't even be like, it's flawed, but it's good. I'm like, uh -huh. no, it's a perfect game, and you're a moron for hating it. <laughs> Sonic Adventure 1, now it's... Now you sound like a Star Wars fan. It's flawed, <laughs> way flawed, but I love it, man. Like I love, I love it sure. for its imperfections. So give me both of those on the Switch. I would love them in HD. Obviously, I would love to have those like remastered and beautified and everything. Mm -hmm. But I will, I will accept just getting one or both of them, preferably two because I like it more. But I think one might be the better game overall. It's got a lot of content. So, anyway, I'll be gushing about Sonic Adventure 1 during Change the System, so that's something you have to look forward to. But until then, Eugene, what would you like on the Switch? Well, boy, oh boy, I'll tell you what I would like on the Switch. But first of all, I want to preface this by not... I don't want the um, dumb DS version that came out. I want a nice port or a remaster of Diddy Kong Racing, um, ah. because that game... not what game, I was expecting. I was thinking Mario 64. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> well, that one's may might be may or may not make an appearance on my list. But no, Diddy Kong 64. Um, honestly, I s always thought of that as the smart man's Mario Kart, and here's why. 
It has a lot of the same mechanics as in Mario Kart, like, you know, your item system and everything like that, but it took it to another level, right? Like, you could upgrade your items. You, so there was the... Uh, so sometimes you would bypass, like, a red balloon because you have a green balloon in stock, you know, so that added a little bit of complexity to it. I enjoyed that type of stuff. Number two, this game had a hub world, so if we were to get another Diddy Kong Racing like maybe even a sequel, it would have to have a hub world. I thought that was the coolest thing to have like a hub world in a racing game. Like I had never seen that before. In fact, I don't know that I've seen that in a in a racing game since, quite honestly. But I thought that added a little bit of character to you, to it, you know? Like you would have to drive around and, you know, run run over the the chick the frog with the rooster thing to unlock a character. Like that was cool. That was really cool to me, you know? So like bring that back. Diddy Kong Racing is the superior racing game on the Nintendo 64. I really need to play that game some more. I, ju I just ordered a cable, which hopefully will will get some more playtime out of my N64 because it just it just looks terrible on my TV. But <laughs> sure, um, um, I'm I really need to play more of that and kind of get a feel for it. I was lukewarm on it the time I spent with it. I mean, it was it was a decent mascot kart racing game, but I didn't see what all the excitement was about. Eugene, my good man, may I ask you a question? <laughs> yes, you can. Have Have you purchased and played the Crash Bandicoot racing game on the Nintendo I Switch? I know, I know. But it's Crash. Well, not, well, not I, I agree with you. I agree <laughs> with you. I wasn't interested in the Bandicoot and his little friends either until I played. But I'm simply saying that it presents itself as a very nice alternative to Diddy Kong Racing while we wait for the port. Okay, I, I, mean, I, I accept your argument, sir. I would, I would like to see you try it because I, I, I got it on a total whim. I know nothing about Crash Bandicoot. I really had no interest in it. Within three nights, I was on the wiki going, who's this character? What's this <laughs> character do? Like, Quite like honestly, it's, it's a solid That's the reason racer, why this dude. is on my list, honestly. So, like, I I would, I would recommend, if it's ever on sale, I would recommend you give it a go. Not just because I'm looking for friends to play it with, but also because I'd love to have friends to play it with. <laughs> but I really think you'll get, I think you'll get some Diddy Kong Racing vibes out of it. And okay. I think you'll enjoy it for what it is, so... Speaking of secondary characters that uh, we'd like a chance to play more and get to know, um, Diddy Kong Racing on the Switch might be the only way we'll ever get to play or, or even see Conquer on, on the Nintendo system again, unless we get my next pick, which is Rare Replay. Mm, um, the that's a great Microsoft pick. Microsoft. Unless we get my next pick, which is Sonic Labyrinth. <laughs> Microsoft and uh, Microsoft and Nintendo have been really buddy buddy lately, and you know it's like it's like we 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 know something's something big is coming. It's not just Banjo and Smash. It's not just Ori and the Blind Forest. Like we've got to. Microsoft knows that all of the nostalgia for those games and those characters come from Nintendo fans, especially, you know, Nintendo fans from the 90s. Like, imagine a Rare Replay coming out on the Switch, and they could probably even throw in Donkey Kong Country 1, 2, and 3, and Donkey Kong 64 for some reason, and, you know... I like that. It's... It's... It's it's bound to happen. It has to happen. I want it to happen. I really want Perfect Dark on my Switch. 
Um, so I can, okay, so you know, if, just... If this happens, could the, the Holy Trinity of Sony, Nintendo, and Microsoft come together and give us um, GoldenEye as well? Oh, God. Yeah, that would be fantastic. Wait, actually, does Activision no, not, not, own not the just Act- okay. Here's I've 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 researched this. In fact, I put it in a blog recently. Um, the owner of the movie rights currently is Sony. Okay. Um, la- most recently, and I don't know who holds it now, but most recently, Activision had the publishing rights for video games. Microsoft owns Rare, who own the all the designs and mm-hmm. and you know like the infrastructure of the game and of course nintendo published the game so they own you know original distribution rights so it's just one big cluster of licensing nightmares (laughs) and and it would be amazing if that ever happened i'm not holding my breath for it but you know maybe you know rare could kind of skirt the issue and you know make uh, James Blonde 008 <laughs> or something like that. You just take the game, swap out all the licensed characters, and give us the exact same game Justin, without the license. Justin, we've, we've I don't already know. got the perfect scenario here. Just put Joanna Dark in there. No, exactly. Well, that's why... That's well, Oh, you mean take the entire structure of GoldenEye? Mm-hmm. And, ooh. That is a fascinating concept. I'm pretty sure a modder has done that at some point. There's like a GoldenEye X mod that's basically the game of GoldenEye in the Perfect Dark Engine. Um, Microsoft, sure. if you are listening to Infendo Radio, this particular episode, <laughs> definitely, definitely, we will settle for for Perfect Dark 007 or whatever you want to call it. Just take GoldenEye and put Joanna Dark in it and seal it, ship it out in Rare Replay for the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, that's a free one for you. That's a million dollar idea. <clears throat> and right. I'm going I'm going to put a put put a put an also ran because I know we only have one more choice left. I think we only have one more choice left, right? I think so. I Yeah, got one so more. I'm so my 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 also ran under this is the Time Splitters trilogy. <clears throat> so. Uh, um, solid. Mm-hmm. Nice. All right, Lucas, what you got? For company, me? company, I don't know that made this game that probably doesn't exist anymore. Um, I would love for you to bring Monster Rancher oh. to the Switch, or <laughs> just how, to how are you going just, to put a CD into the just, Nintendo Switch system, or or just to any video game system that's not older than like 15 years ago? Um, I got a brief taste of Monster Rancher. As a young lad playing on my friend's PlayStation or PlayStation 2, I don't know. Um, and I want more. It was a fun game, man. And I want to play it. it. And I've cool. been wanting to play it for a long time. That was and the reason I was why really you bummed AOL CDs. Out. Yep. <laughs> and I, was, I was really bummed out when I got my um, PS3 that there was no port of a game like that. You know, they hadn't found a way to, to bring that game into the modern age. And they haven't made any new ones. So, could I please have that? That would be so nice. Please and thank you. Um, now, a, a little breaking news. 
in our in our private Zoom chat that only our producers get to see, Steve wrote, "I'm pretty sure Monster Rancher is coming." So please excuse me while I try not to get too hype and do a little googling while <laughs> you guys discuss my amazing yeah. idea. Yeah, I would I would Google that first because uh, according to Steve, the you know. Final Fantasy VII Remake was supposed to come to the Switch as well. and Monster like the- Rancher is coming to iOS, Android, and Nintendo Switch. There it is. Two days ago from geekculture.co. Thank you, geekculture.co. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Steve. god. Guys, guys, we've stumbled onto a magic portal here. Whatever <laughs> we wish for comes true. Okay. Sweet. So I'm going to pre-order my Rare Replay now. Uh, yeah, magic seriously. developers who who made um, that that one Fantastic Four movie where Jessica Alba had to strip naked in order to stay invisible during that one scene. I would love <laughs> to have that come to my house. So could that we that movie or Jessica Alba? Jessica Alba. <laughs> uh, well, I'm going to wish for an actual video game here. Because, um, yeah, like, there's so many games that I want to get ported to the Switch. Honestly, we could probably be talking about this forever and ever and ever. But um, Every, Everything on the Switch. Didn't, didn't you see that, that April Fool's video? Everything is coming to Switch. <laughs> Seriously, right? But, yeah, no, my um, game that I wish would be ported to the Switch is, and, you know, it probably will be here eventually, but it's going to be Chrono Trigger. And I want that, but I also want Chrono Cross. So maybe it's like a package because I've never played um, Chrono Trigger, or I've never played Chrono Cross. That's the PlayStation one because I never had a PlayStation. So yeah, maybe maybe one or the other, but uh, that would be a really cool RPG to have on the Switch. And kind of like Justin, I have another RPG that I would want to see on the Switch. And actually, this is a series. Give me Kingdom Hearts. I want to have the Kingdom Hearts series on the Switch because I feel that um, the Switch is probably the best place to play an RPG series that's like that. And quite quite frankly, that RPG series is kind of a bore fest, you know, like the, the like I thought so, anyways. <laughs> so maybe you know what? If, if they if they if they put in all of the modifications that they put in the Final Fantasy ports, where I can just yes, make my characters all level ninety nine, I will mm-hmm. I will sign up for that because the grinding in that game no is way kind of a slog. I am pushing, yeah, there's no way I'm grinding through 500 hours of 12 different video games just to get the story thus far of of Kingdom Hearts blahology. But <laughs> honestly, though, if you port if you port those to the Switch, like port it all to the Switch, those things will sell like crazy. Like I don't know why they haven't already. You know, there's got to be some sort of licensing tie up there. Plus, yeah. Square doesn't always. Yeah, Square doesn't always play nice when it comes to those sort of licensing things. Um, otherwise, we would have uh, one of the games that I'm waiting to get ported to the Switch, which is not on my list, but um, Final Fantasy for the complete collection or whatever. The one that came out on PSP that mm-hmm. had Final Fantasy 4 plus the expansions that came out on WiiWare. Um, I'm waiting for them to give that the, uh, the Switch treatment. Yeah, um, no, definitely. That'd be if awesome. you're done. If you're done, I have the perfect segue off of yours. Yeah, though, get Eugene. it. Get it. Um, <laughs> um, I, I don't know how this ended up my list. Ended up on my list. I was just thinking of things, and I got down into the the Microsoft rabbit hole. Um, 
pun unintended, but I want Disneyland Adventures on the Switch. Or better yet, give me a sequel Disney World Adventures, because that's one of those guilty pleasure games where every once in a while I'll be like, I am in a Disney mood tonight. I'm going to play my way through a Disney theme park, and I'll just turn it on, and God, the the frame rate is atrocious on the on the <laughs> Xbox One by some by some weird you know I think it's because the game was designed as a connect game so mm-hmm. you're supposed to hold your arm out in order to walk and you walk at a walking pace on the Xbox One version they got rid of that control and just gave you a run button so now you run faster than the world can render but perfect that that's not not notwithstanding they can squash those bugs in a in a port and it's not a very taxing game like i said it ran on xbox 360 with connect so we know that it is definitely a low um you know low intensity game as far as graphics and whatnot are concerned right um but just to be able to have that thing to just kind of jump into and futz around with for a couple of hours um i I would I would love it. That's probably the closest I'm going to come to going to Disneyland for the foreseeable future. Give it to me in portable form. I want it on the Switch. And sure. I'll start the game all over again if I have to for a third time. I think th- I've and never heard sequel. of that game before, but uh, you brought talk about it all the time. Uh, I might just have to find it and play it. <laughs> I it was one of the games when when uh when I got my Connect, it was one of those games that I stumbled that I actually wanted a connect for like I wanted to connect for the what was the harmonics game oh they did the Fantasia game oh yeah um, which was basically like um, I can't remember what the dancing game that they did was it was basically that to Disney music dance um, central and then I saw the yeah that's yeah it's basically like a dance central but with you know very Disney themes to it <clears throat> And uh, then I saw the Disneyland Adventures. I'm like, oh, that's it. I need I need to connect just for these three games. And uh, and the, then I found out how much I hated playing uh, Disneyland Adventures with a Connect. So when I found out they had an Xbox One version that had regular controller controls, I'm like, uh, yeah, I want the cheesy poofs. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> and that's on sale semi frequently. So I might have to pick it up. But, yeah, I realize I'm alone in wanting this game on the Switch, but I would play the hell out of it, so. It's all right. Guilty pleasure, like you said. Well, I can I can join you by also having a game that I'm alone for wanting on the Switch. Um, I'll be honest, I've been so hype over the Monster Rancher thing that I've been, <laughs> I was just, like, stumbling for a fifth game. But I finally, I was going to say the Persona 5 um, remaster that's coming out on PlayStation, but... I played Persona 5. I don't really care that there's a redhead in it now. Um, no, much more important to me. I now Disneyland have... Adventures has a redhead in it, too. Yeah, there you go. Um, I now have Yu-Gi-Oh! on the Switch, and that's super hype, and I'm loving every minute of that. What I don't have on the Switch is one of my favorite Game Boy Advance games, Yu-Gi-Oh! Dungeon Dice Monsters. And I would like to see that game ported to Switch. Um... Yu-Gi-Oh! in name and theme and not much else, it is a really fun strategy game that has you rolling dice to determine movements and attacks and stuff. You build the board as you go based off of the dice that you unlock and, Mm -hmm. you know, collect and move through the area with. 
And once you get to the opponent's base, you have to hit them three times to destroy their base, and then you win the match. It was a fun game on the Game Boy Advance, and I would like to give it another try, and I think the Switch would be the perfect system for it. So, give me that. I think it was kind of a failed spin-off. I remember they did an anime for it, too, that had, like, the original characters and stuff, and mm -hmm. it never really took off. It was just kind of like a side project, but as far as the Game Boy Advance game went, I loved it. I thought it was a lot of fun to play, so... Give me that. Speaking of of, of animes with, with game tie-ins and whatnot, <clears throat> I'm going to tangent for a second here because my kids have been watching Digimon on Netflix. Oh, gosh. Digital monsters. But the, exactly. The, there's apparently the a new... There's apparently a new Digimon series called Digimon Fusion, which I didn't know about. I thought Digimon, you know, died a, <laughs> a quick, painful death when everybody realized it wasn't no, it's Pokemon. As, it's as weirdly alive as Yu-Gi-Oh. So. Yeah, and 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 so every time that I want to watch Digimon, and like I turn it on, and I expect it to be Digimon, digital <laughs> monsters, Digimon. No, it's and got said a completely it's something new Friendship is beautiful, and we can do whatever that we want to. Is it any like surprise that. that the guy who wrote that song is the same guy who wrote the Power Rangers theme? Actually, uh, no. Pretty, pretty basic uh, <laughs> yeah. theme songs. Yeah. Who Not also bad. wrote the uh, music for the Super Mario Brothers Super Show? So you know, there's that the, little piece the of intro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The yeah. intro, the background music. Anyway, we're way off topic. We're Eugene, not like the others. Out. You get hooked on the brothers. To the fridge. <laughs> Shoot. Hey, guys, no. remember when people used to say to the fridge? I must have missed that moment. Come on, Cranky. Take it to the fridge. <laughs> so I'm going to take us to More the next game and the final one of this shells. segment, actually. Great and again, I'm cheating. I want a shells. collection because I'm a cheater. But I want a, and this would be hard to do, because what would you consider the series? But I want a Super Mario RPG collection of sorts. So I want mm, like that's hard. Yeah, right. Yeah, you got I, too many. You got too many cooks in that kitchen. Technically, <laughs> technically, Mario RPG is considered part of the Paper Mario series, as as loosely as you can actually do that. And right. just because Mario and Luigi is considered the official continuation. Whereas Paper that Mario story. is now it's kind of its own all right, thing. Tell you so. what, yeah, but are, originally these, Paper Mario was going to be Mario I want RPG all of them too. there. Let's get them all ported to the Switch because, like Justin said, everything to the Switch. But yeah. <laughs> if I had to choose three, I want – oh, God. I guess Super, the Super Nintendo one, Super Mario RPG, has got to be on that list. And then I yep. want Super Paper Mario because, my goodness, did that game just make me giggle a lot. It was Super a Super Paper Mario? Yeah, I love that game. That's Good a, that's man. That's Good an choice. man. I respect I, that. I no, that's a great that game. game, but I didn't get as into it as I did the other two. It was just, it just had good, I think that was the first game that I um, realized that Nintendo Treehouse was like, okay, you guys are like funny, like you guys know your stuff, you know, like you're a good porthouse. All of the Mario RPGs are are very well written, like yeah. from the Square one to the Paper Mario series to Mario and Luigi, they're all just witty so as hell. So I don't I don't often do this, but um, in in my own universe, the Paper Mario series died after Super Paper Mario, like uh, Sticker Star and mm. Color Swap Splash, or whatever. Yeah. And so they got they got so they got so mechanical and like 
they started incorporating like you know instead of coming up with their own characters and bosses and stuff it was like we'll just reuse ones from like new super mario bros and Uh stuff like that and it they were they were fine they were they were solid like five out of ten games but they didn't have that Paper Mario pizzazz, you know? Yeah, from what I understand, Miyamoto got a little too involved in the later ones and was like, no, no, no original characters. We want Mm -hmm. just Mario characters. And it lost a lot of its its personality, a lot of what made them Paper Mario. It did. Yeah, no, I thought, um, as far as the Paper Mario games go, sorry, Eugene, I just hijacked your whole show. That's fine. (laughs) Um, but as far as the Paper Mario games go, one is just, it's its a pure, like, Mario versus Bowser story. I love it. It's a great RPG. It stands on its own. Mm-hmm. Um, the Thousand Year Door had some of the best gameplay I've ever played in a See, Paper I, Mario if game. That was going to be my third, Thousand Year Door, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's its solid. And I think Super had the best story. It, it, was in, it was funny, but it was also incredibly emotionally investing. I thought Super Paper Mario was, like, Super Paper Mario is, like, the inspiration for my own story in my game. Like, that's how much I love that. Yeah, like, I love that plot, man. Yeah, Super Paper Mario, I never beat it, but uh, Super Paper Mario, I feel like, got a lot lot more crap than it deserved just because they tried to change the gameplay, but... Yeah. But it... It was a good game for for what it was. You totally. know, it wasn't the same turn-based RPG that the previous two games were, but it had it had all the marks of Intelligent Systems quality control and exactly. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it wasn't. It was by no means my favorite Paper Mario game, but it is probably one of my favorite games on the Wii, yeah. hands down. Yeah, for sure. It was, and that is correct. Did that have elements kind of like Link Between Worlds did, where you can like shift the perspective? Two D okay, yeah. and three D. Yeah, that, that was yeah. cool. Yeah, you... I thought those were really cool elements. It was doing it like ten years before you know Nintendo decided to make that their new gimmick for like every game. Yeah, exactly. And now we've got like yeah. Yoshi, Yoshi coming out, and he's doing the same thing, and it's like, oh, seen this before, <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, all right. Well, that was a fun one. Um, I think that was a cool little roundtable. If you guys have any games that you want ported over to the Switch, hit us up in our Discord. Maybe shoot us a message in in Twitter. We'd love to hear from you. Um, But with that, we will be right back after this break. Here at Infendo Radio, we've got games. If you'd like to give us suggestions for our games, go to patreon.com slash infendoradio and pledge the $2 level. All right, and we are back. It is time for 20 Answers tonight, hosted by uh, me. So I'm excited about this one. 20 Answers was a fun little game that we started, gosh, I guess a, a month or two ago, but it's been fun playing it. So, um, yeah, here we go. We we have a couple of um, Patreon suggestions, and we're going to start with those first. Um, so this one comes from Sky Pharaoh. So how it works, if you haven't listened to this segment yet, um, I've, you know, I, I got the 10 games here, but instead of them answering, asking questions, I'm going to give them answers for this game. So we're going to start with some low-level ones here, and then we'll kind of work our way up. So again, thank you, um, Sky Pharaoh, for giving us this game. So here we go. Your first answer is... Oh gosh, I'm going to have to use notes here. So your first answer is that this game was one of this game's developers was DreamWorks Interactive. Um can I can I make the rule for me and Justin that we each get one answer per I like that. answer yes. in yep, in that works. yeah. 
All right. Um, and we're, we we can forfeit. Like, if we don't answer in a few seconds, you can just move on. Because, you know. Boom blocks. Oh, my God. Did he wow. get it? Wow. 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 <laughs> I'm starting was, to think this game is rigged. I was waiting I was waiting for Lucas to stop talking so I could blurt that out. <laughs> wow. That was well played, sir. Holy terrifying. <laughs> terrifying. All right, well, now I've got to catch up. Well, one, I guess since that one was so fast, I want to throw one odd fact that I know about this game. Did you know that this game had an N-Gage version? I did not know that. Why? Yeah. <laughs> right? How and why? Do you, like, throw your phone in order to... <laughs> I don't know, but I, I, it says right here there's an N-Gage version, so that's fun. That is All right. Oh, I'm good with to YouTube. So I the score. Go. So the score is currently nineteen to one. Twenty to one, because we, we hadn't. Yeah, that was the that first. Was that, that was that, it. That was the first one. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> <laughs> so Justin, get your dings in. Here we go. All right. So I'm going to give get you your, your dings next in one. With your mom last night. Easy. There <laughs> goes fifteen points. <laughs> <laughs> So this one comes from the Brianosaurus. Thank you, the Brianosaurus. Um, this one's going to be a tough one, I feel. So um, we're going to give you a pretty significant hint right off the bat. This game released on the Super Nintendo. I don't think you're going to be able to guess it from there, but try if you want. Wait, wait. <laughs> it actually released on the Super Nintendo? Uh-huh. Okay, so it's not Star Fox 2. Um, Hercules. It is not Hercules. Okay. Uh, I want to ask a question, but I can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that game. It is not this game. Um, nothing, Justin? I got nothing. <laughs> All right. Well, that's fine because your next answer, answer number two, is that this game is a role-playing game. Yeast 3? No, it is not Yeast, but that's not a terrible guess. Justin, got a guess? Uh, Secret of Mana. It is not Secret of Mana, no. All right, so your next hint, this is going to be number um, three. Is Can I that... tell you I'm not going to be getting this? Mm. Yeah, it, this is going to be a tough one. I'm telling you right now. Um, so this game is part of a series. Um, well, my next guess was going to be Breath of Fire, so... It is not Breath of Fire. You're kind of getting close, though. Hmm. Oh, boy. That's not good, because I don't even know what he said. Um, <laughs> Breath of Water? It is not Breath of Water. Your fourth hint, or answer, rather, is that this game was published by Taito. I don't know if this was published by Taito, but I'm just running down the list of RPGs on the Super Nintendo I know. Lufia? It is Luffy. I'm not going to make you get the whole subtitle and everything because that'd be mean and uh, cruel and unusual. But yeah, it's Luffy. Well done, Justin. Woohoo! My my next guest was going to be Breath of the Wild. I just want everybody <laughs> to know that. How many comedy comes? Comedy comes in threes, boys and girls. So Justin, you are now, I believe, at um, I guess you would have gotten 16 points for that one. So that puts you at 36. 
Um, this might be the one and only time I I will ever beat Lucas at any game ever. So yeah, you know, I don't know how much of a chance I still have, but I'm gonna come out fighting. <laughs> well, all right. Actually, I think both of you have a, ch a chance here because now we're getting into my suggestions, and my suggestions, if I do say so myself, are pretty diverse. I think it, anybody can, it's this is anybody's game. So Justin with just that, starts with a slight advantage. Sure, definitely. I, I do have background. a theme, however. Um, my theme uh, is video games with cats. So that should be fun. Um, all right. So with that, we are going to go on to our next game. And your first hint is that this game appeared on the Nintendo 64. Games cats. Now this is game with games with cats, not necessarily games starring cats, correct? Correct. Mm -hmm. Okay. Guys, each have about five seconds before I give you your next hint. If you want to take a little guess here, say it's Animal Crossing. It is not the, Animal Crossing. The, the, the Japanese I don't know. Was one. There a, was there a Garfield <laughs> racing on the N64? <laughs> Maybe, but it is not that. All right. So when you said maybe, I about lost it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, your next hint is that this game included the Rumble Pack. Oh, Donkey Kong sixty four. No, Star Fox sixty four. Uh, it is Star Fox sixty four. Nice. It is Star Fox sixty four. Um, that would be, and I guess a bonus point if you can give me the cat that's in that game. Her name's Cat. What's I her was going to say that. I think her name is Cat with a, with, with a K, Oh, right? shoot. Oh, now you got me What's fanboying what? here. What's her last, her last name, last name. Oh, oh, boy. Balls. I think it was only in, like, the instruction manual. Something like that. Cat Turner? Her name was Cat Monroe. Monroe. Oh, I do I remember that. I vaguely knew that. <laughs> All right, well, Justin, you take... I would never um, have remembered it if you hadn't have said it, but... <laughs> <laughs> Justin, you take 18 points there, so you're just kind of running away with this Jeez. one. 18, no, I thought that was 19. Okay, hang on, let me subtract one. Here we go. Hang in there, viewers. You never know how exciting this could be. <laughs> you're not out of this, trust me. Well, I hope anyways. All right, so your next game is going to be maybe a hard one, maybe an easy one. I don't know. It depends on how well you know your um, Wii games, um, because your first hint is that this game appeared on the Wii. Garfield Animal Racing. Crossing City Folk. <laughs> <laughs> it is not either of those. Um, so your. Um, Excuse me, so your next hint is that this game... Hmm. This game is part of a series. On the Wii, part of a series. Twilight Princess? It is not Twilight Princess. Oh. That would have been good. <laughs> <laughs> I was... Mm. Right, if you don't um, have a if you don't have a guess, Justin, I'm ready for the. I have another hint here for ready for you. I don't know. Uh, Sonic Colors. I don't know. It is not Sonic Colors. No. 
So your next answer <laughs> is that this game um, originally released on the Wii, and it's one of the rare occasions that the Wii version was ported to the PlayStation and Xbox 360 later on. Excuse me? There are so few of those. I'm trying to think of which ones. I don't think I know of any. <laughs> you guys have any guesses there for that it was uh, ported to the other consoles? Not off the top of my head. You need no a little more Jeopardy. Heroes? <gasps> well done, Lucas. It is No More Heroes. Really? Yes. Yeah. I was waiting. I was waiting for Justin. I was waiting for Justin to be like, "That game was never on the PlayStation." <laughs> you <laughs> moron. <laughs> but it was. I also okay, didn't bonus know it had point, cats. Bonus point if you can give me the name of the cat. Sylvia. No, it's Cat Jean. Uh, yeah, I never played No More Heroes. Sorry. <laughs> you were just making that up? I was just guessing that it might be No More Heroes because that's an M-rated game on the Switch. <laughs> uh, how many points did Lucas get for that? Uh, that would have been a 17-pointer. So you see, Lucas, you're still Dang! I don't feel quite as hopeless. <laughs> All right, so your next game um, is... All right, I'm gonna. I don't want this to be too easy. All right, so your your first hint here is that this game, when it first came out, did not come to a Nintendo console. Um, I don't hmm. know. Um, uh, uh, um. <laughs> We need hyperspace the, drive. Nah. We need the little Jeopardy pump up pump sound. Yeah, right. Wait too long. <laughs> Seriously. All right. So your next hint is that when it finally came to a um, Nintendo console, the first console it came to was the Wii. Interesting. Hmm. Wii game that did not originate on the Wii. Alright, your next hint is that this game's publisher, so get your buzzes ready, I think this might give it away, is Capcom. Uh, uh, Okami? Oh, uh, it is Okami! Monster Hunter. No, it's Okami. Uh, well done! Another 17-pointer uh, for Lucas. I I hate the publisher hints because I don't know publishers. <laughs> well, you got you got I've it there. Been, I forgot that one was uh, was Capcom. Woo. So bonus point if you can give me the cat in that game. There was a cat in Okami. There's yeah. a cat on your head. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. If it's one of the it's... gods, I'm never gonna get it. Um, I don't know. It was Aren't all cats gods? Ah, okay. It was a cel it was the celestial the brush god. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. Oh, the first one. Yeah. Huh. All right. So here is your next game. Actually, Justin, before we get that, why don't you give us a score recap here real quick? Sure. Currently, I am in the lead with 54 points. Lucas is rapidly catching up with 34 <laughs> points. This is an intense game. <laughs> right? 
I told it's you. A, welcome. It's a, it's a short game, too. Welcome <laughs> to the real man's world. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to um, open this one up and kind of say that this one very well could be a lightning round. I don't know how that would work on, an, on a 20 answers, but um, here we go. So your first hint for this one is... I guess your first answer, rather, was that the first release of this game was on the Nintendo 64. The first release of this game. Animal Crossing. Oh my god! Yeah! Lucas with... Just just took it with the 20-pointer. Tying tie, tie, tie it up. <laughs> well done! <laughs> I Wow. Uh. Wow. <laughs> Okay, all right. Extra point if you can give me the cat. Well, no, that's cheating because there's lots of cats in that game. Rover? I would have gone with Rover, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. All right, that's I'll, a fun I'll, one. I'll abstain from the extra point because I just had the comeback of my life. <laughs> well, I um, had to lose eventually, so. Well, uh, who knows? It's still anybody's game. We still got a few Speaking left Speaking of the cats, bucket. your cat is very fascinated with something above your head. Uh, he's or was a moment ago. I don't know what he's doing. Cats are cats. Cats do what cats do. I'm gonna have to play Shovel Knight after after the show is over. Right. Game. <laughs> All right. So your next answer for this game is that this is a Nintendo published and developed game. Super Mario Brothers. It is not Super Mario Brothers. New Super Mario Brothers, the one with the cat suit. Uh, that would be New Super Mario 3D uh, World. Yes. That's the game. It's not. It it's is. It's not. <laughs> it is. Jeez. I forgot about the cat theme. Otherwise, that would have been my guess right off the bat. It is. It is. Oh, no. Lucas storming away with a 20-pointer. We're going to break triple digits. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What's weird is they're not even like like obvious hints. Yeah, no, you guys are just, We're just like really, really good at on this fire. game. Tonight. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The water just went up my nose. So I have two more games. I feel the same way, Cat. <laughs> I have two more games. I want to say these are probably going to be the two most difficult games on my list. So I guess this is appropriate here. Um, no, actually, that's three probably more games. a good thing. Three more games, rather. So here we go. Um, your first Bring it on. Your first answer, rather, is that this game was developed by Square. By Square? Mm-hmm. That's a big hint in and of itself. Mario RPG? It's not our Mario RPG. Developed by Square. Give me more. All right. All right. So your next hint is that this game did not originally release on a Nintendo console until very recently. Final Fantasy VIII. Final Fantasy VII. It is Final Fantasy VII. 
Okay. Oh, cats. Yeah. I was gonna prominent. I couldn't. I was gonna give an extra point anyways for the naming the cat. So Justin, at least you can give yourself an extra point for naming the cat. But I mean, come what's on. Funny, it's what's funny? It's a human being is... remote controlling a cat who's riding a Moogle. Like, come on, that's the best thing ever. What's What's funny is I thought the um, Moogle was riding the the robotic cat. What's What's funny? <laughs> Is that when you said that, my first thought was Final Fantasy 3 because there was a class in that game that gave you like a cat hood and everything to wear. Uh-huh. Oh, so yeah. I, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was already on the Final Fantasy train. And then Justin said 8 and I was like, well, I better get something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was a man. That was a quick one, man. That was a 19 pointer for Lucas. Um, I do have two games left, though, Justin, so it's still anybody's game at this point. But, um, again, I think this one might be a little tough. So your first hint is... Actually, let me make sure that this is, that I'm right on this one. Let me just make sure I'm right on this one. Yeah, okay. This game was developed by Square. Final Fantasy VII. No. <laughs> Final Fantasy VIII! <laughs> no! Your next hint is that this game, the best version of this game, in my opinion, appeared on the Nintendo DS. Uh, Chrono Trigger? This game is Chrono Trigger. Wow! Well done! 19-pointer for Justin. Um, bonus point if you can name the cat. No clue. Never played it. <laughs> it's His name is Gato, and it's a robot cat. It's great. All right. Well, I've got one game left, and gosh, so this is... So the original Gato Roboto. <laughs> exactly. So uh, this one, I, uh, gosh, I think it's going to be... Can we... Can we... Wait, 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 wait. Can we get a score recap Please, before actually. we do this? Please, actually. I'm Luke, terrified. Lucas is currently in the lead with 93 points, uh, with me possibly catching up with 74. <laughs> okay. I'd have, okay. I'd have to get this one real quick, but... <laughs> I'm less terrified, but it's possible if you get it on the first round. Uh-huh. Or we could tie on the second. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. The way this game's been going. Well, this one's going to be a tough one, so I'm going to give you a pretty significant hit right off the bat. Um, this game was developed by Arc System Works. I know that name, but I couldn't I tell know you. that name, too. <laughs> um. Um. Na, 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 na. Rune Factory 4? Negative. Alright, so your next hint is that this game is a fighting game. Shot in the dark here. Sonic the Fighters? It is not Sonic Fighters, no. Street Fighter 4 and a half? <laughs> It is not Street Fighter Four okay, nor Four and a Half. All right. Okay. So be before before we can continue, um, Lucas, you have to confirm this for me. Just to make sure I'm not way off base. Amy Rose is a cat, right? 
Uh, no, Amy is a hedgehog. But Blaze, the cat, is a cat, and um, Big the cat is also a cat. Oh, I forgot about Big the cat. Okay. I, I did forget well, about Well, then, Big then the I've cat. just been way off base with my guests. So. To be <laughs> fair, though, like, she's like the only Sonic character whose last name isn't the blank. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. All right, so um, your next hint on this one is that... Mm, I don't... Okay, this game is... I want to give you a good hint here. Um, okay, I get. I, I don't know if this is going to help or hurt, but this game has spawned an anime series. Oh, I think I know this game. Is this um, Fate? Fate Extala? It is not Fate Extala. I knew that. I rem I recognized it though. I think I might have played this game. It spawned an anime. Justin, you got a, a hint for? Or I got, got nothing. A, I don't. Nothing? I don't watch anime. Alright, not an anime. I know, that's that's bugging me. I know that company name. <laughs> Alright, so... Um, hmm, I'm trying to give you a good hint here. Alright, so your next hint is that this game... Now that's obvious. Obviously, if it's a multiplayer game. Um, I get, Okay, the first iterations of this game released in the um, PS3, Xbox 360 era. Persona. It's not Persona. No. That's stupid. There have been Persona fighting games, though. So. Mm -hmm. Justin, you got anything? Fighting game, Arc System Works. I don't Why know. Is... Blaze Blue. <gasps> it is Blaze Blue. It is Blaze Blue. Um, well, not, I, I'm not, not going to make you give me, me the win, subtitle, but... but it's called Central Fiction. That's the Switch one. Uh. I never would have gotten that. There's so many Blaze Blue it's games called, I never would have It's called Central that. Fiction? That's what, Yes, it is. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so what was the, that, 16? Um, that was, would have been a 16-pointer, yes. Um, so can anybody name the cat in that series? I, don't, I doubt it, but that would be a, an extra point for y'all. I mean, if we were looking for the cat in... Dark Stalkers, I might be able to give you that one. I'm gonna go with Cat Scratch Fever. <laughs> no. I'm gonna go with Ted. It, it, close, I, I think, because it's the Ted. name is Taukaka, I think, if I'm pronouncing that right. T A O. Titikaka, what? T I'll put it in chat so, so somebody can that's try and. So close to, that's so close to Ted. Yeah, that's like I would the say, Japanese I would say, Ted. I would say Taukaka. Mm hmm, yeah. So, all right, that was a fun one. I like 20 answers. That was good fun. Um, Justin, can we get a score recap here? I think Luke has just edged out the win. Yes, Luke, Justin, Lucas, could we get I, a score I, recap? Yes, Lucas won that one, as usual, with 93, and I just barely lost with 90. Oh. Man! <laughs> that was intense! He came out on oh, fire there, Justin, and then the just kind of petered out at the end. But that's okay. Everybody's a winner in Infendo land, so we're going to be right back with another winning segment for you. Got a question you're just dying to know the answer to? Head on over to patreon.com slash Infendo Radio, and for three bucks a month, you can ask us anything you want. All right, we are back, and it is question block time. EP Nothead asks, what is your go-to order at your favorite hometown restaurant? 
Boy, oh boy. Um, I I'm, I have two. I think I'm gonna cheat because I'm I'm that way. So if you guys don't mind, I'm gonna go first. The best burger in the world is from Blake's. And Steve, I'm sorry I didn't take you to go to Blake's while you were here. But if I go to Blake's, what the number one thing I'm getting is the uh, green chili double cheeseburger with cheese, obviously. But you have to get their seasoned fries as well. They're to die for. So that's what I would get um, from there. And then maybe a little bonus answer here. We have a little restaurant called Gardunio's, and Steve did go there with me. I always order what's called the Favoritos. It's got like just everything piled on top of it. It's nachos piled on top of taquitos, piled on top of chimichangas, piled on top of quesadilla. It's the best. So if you are ever in New Mexico, or actually I think there's a Gardenios in the Las Vegas airport, or there used to be, um, get the favoritos. They're to die for. Justin? Um, Lucas? This is kind of hard for me because I live in the middle of bfn and we don't really have a hometown we got a little diner that's open like six hours out of the week um but you know about a half hour drive is the closest city they got a bunch of stuff there um i would have to say that my favorite what restaurant am i going to you know what the one that popped into my head first there's an italian restaurant that does a dish called red white and blue and it's uh, tortellini with uh, Alfredo sauce on one, like in, in one stripe, and then blue cheese crumbled onto the middle, and then on the other side is marinara sauce. And, you know, you mm. take one from each from each section when you're eating at the table, and then when you're making the leftovers, you just jumble it all together and enjoy the, the flavor combination there. That sounds actually really good. Well, Lucas, what you got from your hometown? So I don't think I have a favorite hometown restaurant because corporate America is slowly enclosing its stranglehold on small mom and pop (laughs) diner shops all across America. Well, Um, please, you're you're in Florida. There's not a whole lot of small mom and pop anyway. (laughs) That's kind of what I'm saying, man. Like I've been to a place called Yanni's when I was really little and they had Greek food. And um, I went a few weeks ago with a friend to an Irish, an Irish pizza and pub that mm. had good pizza. But I don't have like a favorite place that I'll hit up where I can go get food. Um, so I'm going to answer the question differently and say that anytime I have the opportunity to go out, I get a cheeseburger. I love burgers. Um, now that has changed slightly in the last year and a half because now my burgers <laughs> don't have cows in them. But if if given the opportunity, my like the first don't have cows in them. the the first thing I do anytime I go to a restaurant, and I'm, we're talking like Denny's, IHOP, like you know Five Guys, that kind of stuff, um, is I'll if it's a sit down restaurant, I'll check the menu and I'll see if they have a um, I'll see if they've got a. Uh, you know, like a veggie burger or something I can get because I'm always down for a good burger. So that's kind of all I've got. Sorry. I just, I don't really frequent mom and pop shops. It's all kind of corporate chains here. So pity me. (laughs) Fair. All right. Well, then let's take the Brianosaurus's question. I think that's you, Lucas. So what you got for us? Well, the Brianosaurus asks us, who should play Waluigi in the live-action film? And, gentlemen, I can only think of one person who's 
qualified enough to play Waluigi in any any kind of live action film. Um, he was also my selection for last week's question, which is if I could unhinge my jaw like a snake and eat anyone, who would it be? <laughs> it's gotta be Dwayne the Rock Johnson, man. He's got As the same. He's got huh. the same. He's got the same build, the same skin tone, the same hairline. They're the perfect match. So yeah. I want to see Dwayne Johnson as Waluigi in a theater this spring. Justin, who's your Waluigi? I got nothing. I couldn't. I am so not on the Waluigi train. I I don't know if I think of something. I'm going to go for you. I'm going to say that got Harrison Ford. That's your man. (laughs) It'd be the best acting he's ever done. There you go. So, so my answer is unfortunately not going to be possible, but um, man, wouldn't Waluigi be just the best played as Stefan Carl Stephenson? Like, come oh, on. That was man, what you I was a going good... to say, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Oh, that... you picked a good one. I was really hoping you were going to go with a person of color and kind of round out our, mm-hmm. our little thing, but I guess I picked Dwayne Johnson, so there's <laughs> yeah. kind of, he's like at least an eighth of something. Yeah, no, Stefan Carlson <laughs> would be a really good Waluigi. May he rest in peace. He was mm-hmm. a great man. Yeah, that <sighs> would have been the perfect one, for sure. So. Well, Justin, now that I'm an answer here. Now that I'm sad. Mm. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> I guess Justin abstains from this from this topic. He's anti Waluigi tonight. Um, but Justin, you are not anti Sky Pharaoh, so why don't you read his question? All right, Sky Pharaoh. Let me scroll up here. Sky Pharaoh asks, "What is your favorite Star Wars movie, if you have one?" Um, so, being probably the biggest Star Wars fan—well, I don't know, maybe second biggest Star Wars fan of the group. Um, I don't know if I really have a favorite Star Wars movie. I suppose if I had to pick one and only one, it would be the original, just because it's the only one you can watch self-contained start to finish and not feel like you're getting only part of a story. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually, I think of the entire um, eight uh, main saga movies that have come out, my top three are in no particular order. Well, I guess in chronological order. My top three are Revenge of the Sith, Empire Strikes Back, and The Last Jedi. Um, again, in no particular order, and those are just my top three of the entire series of, you know, and that doesn't that doesn't even bring into account the fact that you know you got Rogue One, which was really good, but not Star Wars, but not really movie. Then you've mm-hmm. got Solo, which I haven't seen yet, which may have been great, may watching. not have been. I don't know. I haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I mean, if I had to pick only one, it would be Episode 4, A New Hope. If I could pick my favorites, it'd be Episodes 3, 5, and 8. Fair. You got an answer here, Lucas? I know you're not necessarily on the Star Wars train. No, but I've seen the Star Wars movies once or twice. Um... Yeah, I thought 4, 5, and 6 were kind of campy. I didn't really like them as much. Um, The fun thing for me with Star Wars is I watched them all within, like, the course of a year. 
So sure. I didn't I didn't have that experience that a lot of like '80s babies had, where it's like I'll go watch Star Wars, and then it's like you know in the <laughs> 2000s I'll go watch Star Wars, and then like they're like 40 now, and it's like Star Wars, yeah. Um, so <laughs> so I, they smoked a lot. Yeah, they got <laughs> yeah. really sick. I feel really bad for them. No, so four, five, and six were like all right, but you watch them and you're like I'm watching something historical, you know? This is interesting. <laughs> um, seven bored me a lot, and I never went to see eight because seven bored me. I never watched any of the spinoffs because I'm not that big of a Star Wars fan, but I liked the prequels. And I know those get a lot of flack for being like the, the worst ones in the bunch. Um, I like the prequels too. They, I, they, I, I always say that they are good movies that were made badly. I think I think they're the most entertaining of the bunch for somebody who just wanted to watch movies instead of wanting to watch like Star Wars movies necessarily. Um, I actually liked all the political stuff too, which I guess gets a lot of flack. And I thought that the kid who played um, Darth Vader as a baby was actually cool. Um, probably, I liked, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it out there. I thought Hayden Christensen was was good as adolescent no. and and I'm I you know he had terrible dialogue to work with, but I think I think he he did good for what he had. I, I don't know if I could pick between one, two, and three. I think one was a little campy, if I remember right. One, I think, had all the pod racing and yeah. Um, yeah. what's his face rolling around on little, like, robots <laughs> at the speed of sound and stuff, and the fighting wasn't that good. Two, I think, had the thing with, was it Django Fett or Boba Fett in that one? Yes. Okay, There's well, it both. had... It had that Jan- thing with the Jango Coliseum. Was, was the older one, where Boba he... Fett was the child. Yeah. Okay, so it had the scene in the Coliseum. I think it was two that had the scene in the yeah. Coliseum where Jango mm-hmm. Fett got murdered and Boba Fett was like, no! And that was really cool. And then three had all the like <laughs> lava stuff and the, you killed the younglings! And so probably a toss-up between two and three. They were both really good. I'd have to watch them again to let you know. But one of those two. Fair. Yeah, I also sorry if I just spoiled Star Wars episode <laughs> yeah, three yeah. episode. Sorry if I spoiled a, a movie series that came out in like the year two thousand for anyone. <laughs> I'll make I'll make sure that Elijah doesn't listen to this podcast episode <laughs> until much later in life. Um, but yeah, so uh, gosh, this is a tough one for me because I like pretty much all the Star Wars movies. I'm an unabashedly a Star Wars fanboy, so you know. Take that for what you will. But if I guess gun to my head, if I had to choose one, like just one Star Wars movie, I think I would have to choose Empire. However... Okay, 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 okay. For for those of us who don't know what these are, which one is Empire? Five. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I feel like five. for anybody else that would be the less confusing. No, you were like you were like going through your favorites and I was like, "Okay, I think he said 4 and I don't know what the other two he said were." <laughs> so, 5 gun to my head, Empire for sure. Okay. But I really really and I don't know why I get so much flack, but I really like Rogue One a lot. It was such I did. a it good was, movie. It, you know, it, and I think what Rogue One did really well was expanding the universe in that it wasn't really a Star Wars movie. It was right. kind of a guerrilla warfare movie set in the Star Wars universe. And right. and what what it did was really good. Yes. 
yeah, no, for sure. Like there was there was not a lot of Star Wars in that movie, right? There wasn't a lot of Force users. There was like some, no. you know, there was there was some laser. Um, lasers and stuff. They were shooting the ba- the laser beams and all that well, fun and stuff. And I think but one they, thing you know. one thing Rogue One re- really did well was depict the rebels as mm-hmm. rebels. Like they mm-hmm. were they were the guerrilla you know combatants. They were you know the the terrorists of the uh, you know of the big government. Like they and you don't really see a lot of that in the original trilogy they're the heroes of the original trilogy but rogue one kind of paints them as these kind of yeah. you know they're they're the they're the dirty fighters they're they're the americans hiding in the bushes shooting at the at the brits who are marching in red in a straight line you know <laughs> right yeah no rogue one had a lot going on for it i i mean you know again for whatever reason it's like you know, marred as one of the worser Star Wars movies, but not. You in know my what? Book. I'm am so done with with totally Star Wars with same. Star Wars fans' opinions on Star. Wars. And I've said this before about games and movies and whatnot, and and I'll just kind of put it out there. You you like these movies? You don't like these movies? That's fine. I am I am okay to disagree with with you know which movies. I'm I, and I would love to sit here and discuss and debate them. But the moment you start like telling somebody there's something wrong with them for liking something that you don't like and i know we joke around here on the podcast with but like honestly like i respect all of your opinions on games and movies and stuff like that even if i do disagree and make fun of them (laughs) got places to go gotta follow my rainbow I I'm totally lost, but yeah, I mean that like, is that is City Escape from Sonic Adventure Two, and I oh. hate that I know that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that brings it all back around. But, but like like the Last Jedi, I think the Last Jedi was one of the best of all the Star Wars movies yeah, because yeah, yeah. of how like everything that I was expecting to happen didn't happen and i was on the edge of my seat the whole time and i love that now if you don't love that that's fine but that doesn't make it any less of a star wars movie that doesn't make the people who made it any less talented you know right if you don't like it don't watch it it yep. it, it still exists for the rest of us <laughs> yeah it's it's uh it's okay to not like things but don't be a dick about it that's the motto for tonight yes that is perfect <laughs> yeah i um I had feelings like that when I was a kid growing up, and I'd see petitions for games that I wanted, like sequels of games oh, that I wanted. Don't get me like, started on petitions like, about don't, games. Don't make this game, Nintendo, because you're wasting resources. I'm like, but I want this game. <laughs> so the, I think the most Eugene has ever had to bleep me on one of these podcasts, I was ranting about petitions <laughs> yeah, the, about games, yeah. and <laughs> just don't get me started. Right. Let people make the things they want to make. If it's good, if it's then it's good. If it's bad, if it's bad. If you like it, if you don't, whatever. Just the the existence of something you don't like does not negate its intrinsic value or its you know. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, that was good. Um, thank you for everybody who participated in the question block. We are going to take a little break, and we'll be right back around the corner with change the system. Change the system! All your life you've wanted to be a game reviewer. You know it's true! Now's your chance! Email us at tips at fendo.com. You can be a game reviewer too. Alright, and we are back, and it is time for Change the System. 
it's time to talk about the games we've been playing over the last week and beyond. And you know what? I guess since I'm already talking, I'm going to start the show right off the bat and say that I played some Rocket League with Lucas and Steve and um, Colt the other night. And that was really fun. Justin I'm didn't still get the waiting chance to, to, to yeah. catch you guys playing it when I can actually join you. Yeah, I was going to say, Justin didn't get the chance to pop in, but we were talking pre-show that maybe tomorrow we can just all jump on and play another round of Rocket League together, because that's, that's always really fun to get in and just, you know, kick back and play. And Lord knows, it's even fun if you're losing, because you didn't do a lot of winning that night. But again, <laughs> it was still fun to pop in with voice chat and, you know, kick it with you guys. So that was definitely really fun. Um, other than that, just kind of your old standbys for me. So um, I've been playing, like I said last week, some more Pokemon Go. I do want to 100% that game, at least you know as 100% as I want to get it. I do want to catch all the Pokemon, which I've already almost done, except for the damn Mew because I didn't buy a Pokeball. So I might be buying a Pokeball soon to get a stupid I Mew. I got one. I got one. <laughs> But um, I am also fighting all the trainers, and it's actually pretty hard. Um, you, you, I, I will say Mew is pretty useless in Pokemon Let's Go because, like, in, in standard Pokemon, he's basically your HM slave. In mm -hmm. Let's Go, you don't have that so much, so it's just kind of an underpowered Mewtwo. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I, I always liked Mew in the original game just because of the... You know, there was a wow factor there. It's like, oh man, there's this hidden Pokemon. Like, what is this? There's 151 Pokemon? I didn't know that. Like, you know, that type of thing. You remember and... when that was exciting and new? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah, well, it really was. I don't know if you, if you were... How old you were back then? I was then, like Lucas? nine or ten, man. I was the prime Pokemon. Were you? Age. So you had the old Game Boy, and so you my were my friend, who I'm gonna name drop on air because he was a jerk to me, Michael <laughs> Flynn. You know who you are, Corey. You're watching. You've heard this story. He told me that if I flew back and forth from town to town, eventually I'd find a Mew. And I did for like <laughs> 10 hours. And then my batteries died. <laughs> See, I, I got fooled by the, you have to fly to, I think it was like Celadon City or whatever and mute, move the freaking truck or whatever. <laughs> like there was a lot of weird things that you, that got passed around, around the Pokemon time. I remember even there was rumors that you can catch a Togepi in the game and like a Meryl because those had just came out in the anime. So everybody was talking about those. So you, yeah, Oh, you like, mean, you mean Pika Blue? Yeah, yes, Pika Blue. <laughs> You're, yes, exactly. So yeah, no, that was fun times for sure. Um. But yeah, going back to Pokemon Let's Go, I'm still enjoying it a lot. Um, I am enjoying the dumbed downness of a Pokemon game, if you want to call it that, because again, like I, I just can't be bothered for random battles anymore, man. I don't know how I'm gonna be um, feeling about that with um, Ultra or not Ultra with um, Sword and Shield, because it seems like those are gonna be back. But um, uh, yes and no, like it. it I think when you're in the tall grass, there will yeah. be random battles. But if you're just out in the world, you can seek out Pokemon that are invisible. Which I like that kind of, you know, six of one, half dozen of the other yeah. thing that they're that they're doing. Like kind of try to, you can't please everyone, but you can half please everyone. <laughs> sure, yeah, definitely. 
but you know honestly I found that it's led me to instead of wanting to you know do a whole bunch of Pokemon battles I'm catching a lot of po more Pokemon in that game and that seems to be what Pokemon is all what should be po what Pokemon is all about right like catching Pokemon comparing them trading them like where I'm doing all of that just because of the sheer fact that the game mechanics are um, rewarding that I get more as much XP for catching a Pokemon as I do for battling so I'm just gonna you know go and catch them it's great yeah yeah the only the only problem I have with that is then I just end up with a hundred Raditas and <laughs> and well like, then you I just don't... grind them up for candy and send it to Professor Oak it's fine <laughs> yeah I gotta be honest I was playing Let's Go a while ago because it was the most accessible and the, the whole catching them to level up things started to get a little draining on me. Because I'm, sure. I'm the kind of guy who likes to play and, like, only catch what he's going to use, you know? And, and Let's Go is kind of like the polar opposite of that. And that's how I felt about it all of a sudden when I booted up. That, that rage just musically charged my very being. And I was like, I can't handle it anymore! I don't want to buy all these Pokeballs! I don't want to- Eugene, I'm sorry for all the spikes that are going to be on this recording. It's okay, I, I don't, got a note I there. don't want to catch all the Rattatas! <laughs> I just want to catch a Pidgeotto! And that see, was my whole thing. But so. see, I find that you don't even need to do that if you just only catch what you what you want. What want. You like. It's definitely a catch-em-all sort of game where, you know, it's more about catching as many new Pokemon as possible. Like, I found I have not had to grind once, and I know Lucas... Oh, wow, know, I I grinded a lot in Let's Go when I was playing. Right, but you don't have to, and that's what no, I love I, about it. <laughs> no, I had to in order to beat the gyms. Oh, well, see, I think... I, I remember, though, that... Weren't you guys mainlining to get to the Safari Zone so then you can transfer for the Meltan? So I no, I'm, I'm talking about, I'm talking about like three weeks ago when I started playing Let's oh. Go again. Yeah, like I had like a Nidoran and a Pikachu or something and I was trying to fight Brock and I was like, how am I going to do this? <laughs> I guess I'm going to go into the forest and catch Metapod for like an hour and that's how I got through. Well, see, that's I'm, why you uh, start with yeah. Bulbasaur so Brock is easy. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, but you can't start with Bulbasaur in a game that give, that forces you to take also either true. Pikachu or But you can catch, objection, you can <laughs> catch yes. a Bulbasaur in Viridian Forest, so your <laughs> argument, sir, is null and void! I don't even remember where I got my I'm Bulbasaur. sorry, I'm really up, guys. <laughs> well, uh, honestly, that's really all the games that I've been playing, um... I, I guess the only other one I would toss in is Pokemon Go, but like, what else is there to say about that? I I didn't get a shiny when um, there was the raids for what was the raid this last weekend? I can't even remember what the last community day was. I'm so mad. Didn't get the isn't shiny. Isn't it? Isn't it shiny Rayquaza right now? Um, I didn't get a shiny Rayquaza either, but it wasn't that one. There was like last last weekend. There was like a special raid going on, and I can't remember what it was. Um, so so like mini story for Pokemon Go. While we're waiting to do this, um, I I wanted to join a Pokemon Go Discord group because Pokemon Go is a social activity, and I'm like I need some of that in my life. So um, I I finally got in. I had to wait like two weeks because the guy had his like Facebook account banned or whatever. I was like, mm -hmm. that's probably a good sign. Uh, the only people I've ever met who have banned accounts turned out to be really cool dudes. Um, and I get into the Discord group, 
and they are serious about Pokemon. Oh no. yeah, dude. They've got oh, like yeah. they've got like trains as they call them, where they hit like twenty to thirty stops on like a Sunday morning. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I... I'm this isn't what I'm looking for. I just want <laughs> like I want I'm looking for a Facebook group in the Florida area, Florida listeners. Where um, I can just like go on and be like, hey, is anybody doing this raid? And maybe some people will show up and then I can like talk to them and have a social <laughs> life. I don't want to like commit my life and soul to Pokemon Go. I don't sure. I'm not about that. So yeah, no, I feel you. We, uh, we actually have a really good po- um, Facebook group here in town that I'm in. But there's two of them. Actually, there's three of them if I really think about it. But you got to get on the right one. You don't want to get on the one that's yeah. running the, the Pokemon train. Nobody yeah. wants to run a Pokemon train. We yeah, just want I, casual Pokemon. I'm, I'm looking. I'm got to look around for a the casual Pokemon Go group. Because it would be great <laughs> to make some friends through Pokemon Go, you know? I mean, working from home, that's something that I've really been missing is like a way to make friends. So I would like to do that. But um, I'm definitely uh, missing all of my daily Poke stops <laughs> yeah. working from home as well. But by that same standard, I'm not going to change my whole life and become a Pokemon Go fanatic to do it. I just want to go out yeah. for an hour or two. And you know, I don't want to commit to like five hours of Pokemon going from location to location. So I feel that. No, I definitely do. But yeah, so, oh, and by the way, the raid day that I missed out on and didn't get the shiny was Suicune. And I was so mad. Suicune. Whatever. Whatever. Suicune. It, whatever. It's got... Bad it, Eugene. They're, they're fake, fake furries. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, who's cool. got the games that they've been playing? Speaking of fake furries, no, I have none of that. Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay, I'll go. Speaking of furries, Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, I've been playing Sonic Adventure 1, as I mentioned when we were doing something. I don't know. I think we were talking about that earlier. Um, I I had one point in particular I wanted to make. It's an old game. There's not much to say. But there's one point that I want to make about this game that I found really impressive because I have never seen an example of another game that's done this. And it's a weird thing to do, but it's a cool thing to do. Um, so if you've played the original Sonic Adventure, you know that you can you can go through six different character stories. So it's like, oh, there's Sonic, and he, you know, runs around and gotta go fast, and there's Tails, and he can fly, and Knuckles looks for the Master Emerald. Oh, no. But, um... As you encounter different, like, scenes in the story, you see them play out. So like, oh, here's Sonic fighting Knuckles and stuff. Every time they have one of those scenes with a different character, it plays the cutscene again, but the cutscene takes place a little bit differently, and all of the voice acting okay, is different. Yeah, I, I see so what it's you're like, yeah. so so it's like you you're doing the the first scene with Robotnik back when he was called Robotnik, and it's like it's like, hey, Doctor Eggman. He's like, oh, if it isn't Sonic. But then in like the Tails version, you run up and he's like, Doctor Eggman. He's like, if it isn't Sonic and Tails, like. It's cool that they did that. They went out of their way, and maybe it was stupidity on their part. Maybe they didn't. Maybe they didn't think we can just reuse the same scene over and over. But they recorded the same scene for like all six of the stories. It's a and cool it's, little touch. It's it's cool because as you're playing the game, it never really gets boring watching the same scenes play out because they play out a little bit differently each time, especially if you play them back to back. So. I'm, I'm really enjoying my playthrough. It's a slow grind. I'm not going through it very, you know, quickly, ironically enough. But um, I'm enjoying <laughs> the time that I'm putting into it. 
Um, speaking of slow grinds, I'm still playing Oblivion. I don't have that much else to say there, other than that I really like it. It's a really solid game. I'm doing the Thieves Guild right now. So, looking forward to that. PlayStation 3, yes. Which I was warned by one of our listeners and good friends, Phantom, has some compatibility issues, but I haven't really noticed any so far, so I'm cool with it. I put a lot of time into that game. Um, God, I've been playing other games that I really wanted to talk about this week, and I really wish I could remember what they were. I mean, you know I've been playing Yu-Gi-Oh! Because I won't mm-hmm. shut up about it. <laughs> I Guys, I like it. Like, it's it's scratching the Pokemon itch for me. Um, I still gotta pick that one up. So like you'll do pick it up too. you'll you'll do the duels and stuff and you'll earn money and then you'll go buy buy decks of cards and you'll just keep getting more cards and as you get the cards you're like adding them to your your current decks that you're building. So when I started out I wanted to build a Medolce deck which is one of the newer cards that came out in like 16 or 17. Sure. Um, and I yeah and I I did that and it's like cool did that this <laughs> is getting boring to play with and I was like well as a kid I really like Dark Magician so I'll build a whole deck around like Dark Magician and then I found you know dark magician girl is a thing and in addition to that there's a bunch of other dark magician girl cards and i was like cool i'll build a dark magician girl set so now i've got like these two different sets that i'm working on at the same time and it's like oh which way do i want to play do i want to focus on summoning a bunch of monsters or do i want to focus on like you know whatever so it's it's just kind of fun going through all of the different npc battles and there are hundreds of battles to do within like the story mode and you can do all of those battles with your custom decks if you want so I've just been going oh, through with like that. Okay. Yeah, so I've been going through oh, cool. with my magician deck and just playing through the Yu-Gi-Oh GX story with that just to try out news like strategies and stuff. And but it's you also fun, said man. that they, you can use like the pre decks that they used in yeah, the shows. That's yeah, that's cool. And that's when cool. you lose when you lose a duel, um, they actually give you like a recommendation. They're like, oh, if you save your fusion for when you have all three blue eyes, you can fuse them and beat you. You know that kind of stuff. But you know, it's a lot of fun. I'm I'm really enjoying the game. I'm happy I got it. It I, I hate using this term because it's so crass and so vulgar and beneath me. But as Steve would say, it's a great pooping game. It's, it's the perfect game for when you don't want to focus too much and you just want to play through and have a good time. Sure. Um, the other game I'm really liking, and I'm remembering now, this was the other game I wanted to talk about this week, Fire Emblem Three Houses, guys. It is a good game, and it's a good Fire Emblem game. I think I like it more than Awakening, and I really liked Awakening. Like it's, More than oh, Awakening? Oh, wow. I think That's I like it praise. more. Yeah, it's, it's just... it's. It's good, and it's the first Fire Emblem game that I've played that feels more like a strategy RPG and less like a straightforward RPG. Fire Emblem, at least the newer Fire Emblems, have always had um, kind of an RPG element to them with a little bit of a strategy, like, you know, coat. Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh yeah, you're moving units around a map and it plays like a strategy RPG, but really it's just about grinding until you hit the right levels and then, you know, just overpowering. In this one your grinding is limited to um, like your days off when you're not teaching at the academy. So it's like you'll go through the calendar system and every like Sunday you have the option of either exploring or teaching a seminar or doing battles and stuff to level up. And it, it just, it, it works. It, it works really well. Um, I haven't hit the time skip yet. I know there's a time skip coming where mm-hmm. all the characters start, you know, hating on each other and stuff. I haven't gotten there. Um, I'm probably about 10 or 15 hours into it so far, so it's a pretty sizable game. I think I'm seven months in, in the in-game clock, so I really like it. I like it a lot. 
I can't I, recommend it enough. I, I uh, that's a game that I want to pick up, and I I wish that Nintendo did sales on their damn games because that's a game that I would pick up on a sale. You know, like I yeah. I, I I I probably it's definitely going to be worth the sixty bucks. You know, but I would pick it up instantly if it was even like ten dollars cheaper. You know. Yeah. Well, maybe on like Christmas or something. That's yeah. usually when yeah, Nintendo they, does that. Yeah, stuff. Nintendo does do. I mean, like I replaced my pretty much my entire physical Switch um, collection with digital recently because Nintendo put like a whole bunch of their first party um, games on sale. So I mean, it's it'll happen. It might not be for a year or so, but yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, um, as far as Fire Emblem games go, it's 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 awesome. You know, I could never get into Fates, in part because it had, like, the three storylines to go through, too. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if that will be a deterrent for me later on, but um, I never even made it this far in Fates. I played through a bit of it, and I was like, by, like, chapter 20, I was like, ah, I'm kind of over this. It's a good game, man. I'd, I'd recommend you give it a try if you ever see it on sale. And I think that's kind of all I've been playing that's worth talking about, maybe? So with that, I will let Justin go and tell me what he's been playing. Well, um, I've had some some uh, gamer ADD since I beat uh, Arkham Knight. Um, so I've just kind of really been bouncing from one game to another. Uh, but I did buy a few new games, and I did finally beat a game that I've had in my collection for a while, and I went back to playing another old game online, so, um, just to kind of tackle what I have been playing most, um, I downloaded the demo for Super Mega Baseball 2, just because that looked interesting to me when it first came out, and then I noticed that a few of our friends have been have been playing it, so I thought... And then they released a demo. Does it have online? I believe it does have Hmm. online. You're going to have to... I check with, I believe, Colt on that. I think he has... uh, He's he's one of the ones who's been playing it. Uh, But um, I haven't played it online because I only have the demo, but I'm seriously considering plopping down the 30 bucks for it because it's a fun little game. I'm getting serious... Uh, Ken Griffey Jr. presents Major League Baseball N64 vibes from it. Now like, you're it's speaking that, my language. It's, it's that, like, kind of half-sim, half-arcade. Like, it's not arcade like a Mario baseball game, but it's more arcade than, you know, something like, uh, you know, All-Star Baseballs or, or mm-hmm. you know, like an MLB-branded game. And it's not MLB-branded game, but, um, you know, it's... Like it, like it matters. I've never really cared whether I'm playing the most current roster of my favorite professional team. Like, to me, it's just all about the sport. Um, and I'm enjoying it. Uh, I'm, like I said, I'm seriously considering putting the money down on it. I'm kind of waiting for a sale, and, uh, right now there are lots of Switch games that are on my wish list that are on sale, so I'll probably end up blowing my, uh, blowing my gaming budget this month on those Mm -hmm. uh but for right now the the demos keeping me keeping me entertained and i still suck at sports games but (laughs) it's it's fun at least um see what else have i been playing i have been playing 
Um, <laughs> oh, another new game, uh, full game that I recently bought, uh, Skies of Fury DX. Skies of Fury DX is a World War One fighter pilot game. Okay. So, um, you know, old-fashioned turn-of-the-century dogfights, you know, Snoopy mm -hmm. versus the Red Baron style of dogfights. <laughs> and and I played, I played uh, just kind of the standard, uh, um, I guess, like kind of horde mode uh, of it the other night, and it's pretty fun. Um, it reminds me a little bit. It's what was Crimson Skies? I think was the Xbox yeah. game that was. Yeah, it reminds me a little bit of that, and that it's again, it's very arcadey. It's all cell shaded and mm -hmm. and very simple graphics, but um, you know, it's it's. It's fun. Like I've never been huge on World War Two games. Now World War One games, that I think is a lot more fascinating because, you know, World War One is just for for it, I, World War One is just like a completely different style of warfare. Too like World War Two, like historically speaking, kind of defined what modern warfare is for mm -hmm. than for like to, even to today. Whereas World War One was kind of the last old-fashioned war, which is a weird way, weird thing to say, but um, you know, just the way the dogfights are done, and there's actually a first-person shooter on the Xbox that's uh, World War One based that I'm thinking about getting as well. But um, uh, so anyway, Skies of Fury DX was on sale um, for 13 bucks, so I picked it up, and I can see myself getting, especially if I play it with the kids, do a little dogfighting with them, get some. Uh, Star Fox 64 vibes out of it. <laughs> sure. Um, I uh, picked up Mega Man Legacy Collection. I've had it on the 3DS ever since shortly after it first came out. I barely played it, but when I saw that the Switch version has the one-button rewind function, I said, alright, it's on sale. <sighs> I'll, I'll, I'm going to finally play through these games that everybody swears are the best games ever. Um, so, of course, I'm going to play them in chronological order. So I'm starting with Mega Man 1. And good it is, game. It is not the best game ever. It it's is, a good game. It is punishingly <laughs> hard for absolutely no reason. But uh, That makes it good. No, no, that doesn't. That makes yes, it cheap. Yes, it does. <laughs> they, they didn't know how to make games good back then, so they the just made th them hard. <laughs> the only thing that's lacking in Mega Man 1 is it's slightly less polished than Mega Man's 2, 3, and 4, but it's still <laughs> a really good game, and I find the challenge invigorating. See, now, and, and I don't mind challenge, which which will bring me into the other <laughs> one of the other games I've been playing. I don't mind challenging platformers at all. I, I'm loving Cuphead. I love the Donkey Kong Country games. I don't, but... I don't find those games to be cheap like Mega Man is. Mega Man just kind of puts things in your way for the sake of saying, Pika. you, we're going to kill you now <laughs> for no reason. Yeah, man, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> well, that's great when you have a rewind function or you have unlimited lives or, you know, um, you know, generous checkpoints. You know, like Shovel Knight is probably nearing the level of... Mega Man hard, but it has checkpoints. It has infinite lives. You don't have to start the game all over again if you screw up a couple of times. Um, but because Mega Man Legacy Collection has the rewind function, I'm fine with it because I screw up, yeah. I rewind about 5-10 seconds, I try it again. I screw up, rewind about 5-10 seconds, I try it again. Yeah, it um, makes it very forgiving. And, and I thought about 
just saying, well, screw it, I'll install the games on my NES Classic Edition. But Ooh. even that, even even that's got the you know you got to go back to the menu, yeah. reload your game save. It's time consuming. I'm just I, gonna kind of. I yeah, I feel I I can see both sides of the coin here. Like I can see that yes, like some of those older game mechanics are just kind of archaic in today's day and age. So yeah, with these refinding features and save states like they're very helpful. However, I the the main reason why I like a game like Dark Souls is because it is hard. It is cheap at times and they just don't make games like that anymore. And you know, which, which brings me to one of the last two games on my list. I finally beat Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, hey. which is one of those punishingly difficult platform games. Yeah. Um and I will admit I cheesed my way through the final boss cuz I used the special items that, you know, let you live longer mm-hmm. and you can you know, if you lose your partner character, you can pull out another barrel in the middle of the battle and, and all that just for the sake of getting through it because I know someday I'll go back and play it again and do it the right way. But um, I just wanted to finally finish that game. And yeah. that is that is a great game. It, is, it really is. It, is. it is the type of difficulty that I like where every time you play it, you get a little bit better or you screw up and you know it's entirely your fault for screwing up. Um Cuphead right. and, and, and Donkey Kong both do that to me where I'm doing really quick aside I was playing Cuphead last week <laughs> and I was doing one of the run and gun levels and I got really really far I got all the way to the end of the level and I screwed up I'm like oh, alright I'm hungry I'm gonna go make a sandwich so I went and made a sandwich sat and ate the sandwich went back to the game completely threw off my groove I, for the <laughs> next like yeah. five or ten lives I couldn't even make it halfway through the level I'm like oh my god <laughs> this game sucks and then finally I beat the level but yeah it's just that kind of like you know when when you die it's all you man like <laughs> man I gotta tell you there has not been a more fun challenge for me than the racing yeah. racing <laughs> to be one of the two that finished Cuphead within our Infendo discords like time trial system phantom had the game beaten in like two days and admittedly i didn't even pick it up until like day six of seven or whatever but um it was it was like it was the morning of and i was getting so pissed at this game and i was like i can't stop playing because i gotta i gotta win and if i don't win i'm gonna look like a loser in front of all these people i I just gotta keep playing Cuphead's got so many things going for it. First of all, it's a beautiful looking and sounding game, and so is Donkey Kong. I mean, they're just beautiful games. So, so that helps in that, like, just the aesthetic experience is enjoyable. And then it's so quick to just hit the button and pick up where you left off. So you're just tempted to, oh, just one more try. Oh, just one more try. Just one more try. And the controls are so precise and so, you know, the timing of everything is so perfect. And they give you those windows and they give you those tells and all that. And, like, you, like it's just such a great learning experience. And, yeah. But I, I could <clears throat> never have speedrun cuphead i'm probably only about a third of the way through the game right now because it takes me about an hour to play any one level in that game because it's just trial and error trial and error trial and Mm -hmm. error yeah um but i haven't been playing cuphead uh what i have been playing a lot of lately is mario kart 8 deluxe um interesting 
just on a whim, I decided, you know what, I haven't played this game in a long time. I don't feel like playing Smash Brothers. I don't feel like playing, you know, you know, this, that, and the other game. But I want to play something online. And Mario Kart 8 is one of those games, one of those rare games that I can jump in and play with random strangers and not feel like it's half of an experience. Like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to play Rocket League without you guys. Like, that would just be... That, that would just be a terrible experience. I can't. I haven't played Fortnite in months because <laughs> it's no fun playing it with Randoms, you know yeah. six yeah six year old kids who you know See, say mean things about my mother. Um, <laughs> I find that I find that so interesting because Mario Kart is one of the games that I find feels very hollow when I'm not playing with another person. I think it's because when I'm playing it with on online without friends, it's basically. It's still Mario Kart. Like, Mario Kart without your friends is basically Mario Kart against the computer. So it's like playing against the computer, but less cheap, more I think, social. I think I did myself <laughs> dirty in Mario Kart because I pushed so hard to get to the pinnacle of where I could yeah. perform against other players that when I play online with people, it's a brutal experience. Like, like, I mean, you, you guys have played with me. You know I'm good at Mario Kart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when I, when I play online, it's like, oh, man, I hope I come in six. Like, it's, <laughs> it's rough. So I don't really find it all that fun anymore. And I, I think it's for the exact opposite reasons you're saying. It sounds like when you play, it's like, oh, this is nice. I'm having a good time. Yeah, when I, I mean, play, it's usually... like, <laughs> Oh, my God. So I, so I was playing Mario Kart last night, and I'm like, why does my car keep pulling to the left? So I went back and tried Did to recalibrate have... my joystick. Oh, and it was no. Fun. You had auto assist. No, on, no wasn't even that. No? Somehow... Tilt controls got turned on. Oh no! Oh, wow. So I was playing the game like kind of sl- slouched over. Yeah. In my, in my uh, uh, I got like a, a lawn chair that I sit in when I play games. I sit right up in front of my fifty-five inch TV in the lawn chair and just kind of lounging over the side. I'm like, why does my car keep pulling to the left? There's something wrong with my controller. And then just I was. I was unlocking some new cart <laughs> options, and I happened to notice when I was in reading the stats, I'm like, why are tilt controls... Why are tilt controls on? <laughs> and, it, and and what's weird about tilt controls on the, on the Switch version, as opposed to, like, you know, the Wii and the Wii U games, is it's not full tilt. The yeah. joystick still functions. So I'm kind of wondering if it's kind of... If playing... Mario Kart 8 Deluxe with tilt controls would be something similar to playing Splatoon with tilt controls where it actually refines your movement. So now I kind of want to experiment with it a little. But, uh... Uh, so yeah. Mario Mario Kart 8, for some reason, ended up back in my recently played list, and I'm loving it. And if I see anybody else playing it tonight, I'll jump in with you. Um, but... Yeah, that's oh, and the the only other thing, and it's barely worth mentioning, other than the fact that I that I started it up recently, um, Oracle of Ages. Uh, I want to try what? to beat that before uh, Link's Awakening comes out, just to just to say that I did it. Nice. Sure. So I just started that one this a uh, few nights ago. Awesome. I I I have a lot of games like that that I've been like, man, I be nice if I could play that one. I haven't played that game in a long time, so yeah, I feel that one for sure. Alright, well, I think that brings us to the end of the show, then. We did it, guys. Um, it's been fun. Um, we are missing 
one of our favorite people, Steve, tonight, but he'll be back next week. At least we hope so, so don't be worried about that. But we are going to, before we close out the show, thank each one of our patrons. Thank you so much. We appreciate you so much. Um, obviously, we wouldn't be here without you. Like, it's, we'd be talking into the void. So thank you for letting us, for giving us an audience. We appreciate that. So first off, we're going to thank the Brianosaurus, Daniel Gaskin, EP Nothead, Apollo Lemon, Slacker Monkey, Schnazzy One, Metal Mike, Mark Nowak, Sky Pharaoh, Phantom, uh, minus 64, Mustard Giant Cow, Robert Gagnon, Malik Emerus, Andrew Searson, and Jonathan Lewis. Thanks for being a part of the show. Alright guys, well, we've done it. We've done everything. We made it to, um, past another month, so thanks again. Um, but we're going to get out of here for tonight. Um, you can find me at Infendo Eugene. You can also find Infendo at Infendo on Twitter. But Go to Infendo.com and join our Discord. There's a lot of cool hap cool stuff happening on in there. Um, so yeah, just make sure to join in and come say hi. Um, Lucas, where can the people find you? Oh boy, oh boy, the people can find me on ChromaticU.com where I'm not posting anything for like three weeks because I had a birthday and I got real lazy. <laughs> um, but maybe we can fix that, huh? Um, let's, let's get back to work. I need to work harder. Let's do that. Um, other than that, there's really not that many places you can find me. Go to Infendo's Discord. Go talk to me on there. I'm there a lot because I'm not working. So that's a good idea. Do that. <laughs> well, Justin, where can the people find you when you're not working? Um, you can find me on Twitter at InfendoJustin. Um, and you can also uh, go to utilidork.com where I also haven't done anything for about three <laughs> months because I am also lazy. Um, still still uh, still a thing that I'm that I'm devoted to though. Um, I've got some got some ideas and stuff that I want to do. Uh, looks like I might be getting a, a guest poster. Um, in the coming month or so, one of our one of one of our Infendo friends is taking a trip out to uh, Disneyland in California, and oh, awesome! And uh, you know, offered to do a little guest post for for me. So, having never been there myself, that I, I welcome that. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I've kind of fallen into some more Disney stuff, so I really want to kind of get back on that wagon. But I've been busy catching up on. Infendo Radio Bloopers, which you can listen yeah. to if you are a Lost Levels tier uh, member of our Patreon. That's the $10 level, yes. And uh, and uh, so I've been working on those, and so that's been occupying a lot of my time. But, you know, join, join our Patreon at, at least the $10 level, because you'll get to hear all the crazy stuff that goes on when we're not on screen exactly <laughs> all right well we've done it um steve you can find him too discord is probably going to be the best place the minecraft channel is where he lives mostly but uh follow him <laughs> at gentis one on twitter as well um if you're interested in peeps decock well that man's shifty gentis four Okay, guys, it is time to get out of here for the evening. Um, I thank you one and all for joining us on Twitch. Thank you for everybody who downloaded the podcast version of the episode. We will see you next time, and good night. Bye-bye! Did you know that Infendo Radio is supported by viewers like you? You can go to patreon.com slash infendoradio and throw us a few bones.